Welcome to the Artist Notepad, where we explore artistry, we talk life, and we talk a wide array of subjects. Aha. I'm David. And I'm Jack. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode, Tan Artistry with Array. Today, we're going to be chatting with the boys from Array about their latest single, which just dropped a few days ago. The single is called The Dark Side of Summer. David and I are very excited to unpack this one, aren't we, David? Very, very excited, man. But before we kick on with that, before we jump straight into the deep end, David, how are you doing? Did you ask how I was doing? Because you just cut out for a sec. No, I I absolutely. Well, thanks for asking. Well, thanks for asking, Jack. Um, I'm doing very well, my friend. Um, Another week serving coffee at the cafe. Living the dream. making, Making that latte art. Some cute girls roll by sometimes. I say hey, hey. Now. hey now, careful. Hey now, um, but yeah, doing all right, man. I just came from like a stress, stressful gig though, a lot of like sound stuff today, but can't complain. Um, let me plug here just for a second. Absolutely, Nick, go for on it. the twenty seventh of June, seven p.m. There will be a live stream concert, and I'll be doing the sound for it. So check it out. Ten, twelve, amazing Asian Australian acts, and yeah, it will be all streamed live. So. Join if you can. We're gonna raise funds for food bank. So if mm. you feel like you you feel nice, you feel like a charitable person that day, feel free to spare a dollar for someone to have some food. But awesome, yeah. man! Like you guys actually doing something performance related during yeah. this during this time. There's not many people yeah. doing that. Yeah, man, it's sick. It's gonna be on YouTube. You can be cozy in your room with your pajamas on, That's watching the want. show. That's what we want. Yeah. But how you doing, man? How you doing? Yeah, man. Not bad. Not bad. I actually had a pretty good day today, you know. Um, I went for a bit of a walk, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Head to a cafe. Not yours, unfortunately. Um, wasn't one of the pretty girls who walked past your cafe. Um, yeah. But I did walk past mine. Uh, got a mean bacon and egg sandwich. Um, went oh. down really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I actually bought some painting stuff because... Um, I've sort of referenced before, but Amelia is a really cool artist. She does some visual art and so does her mum. And I've actually got work from Mm. both of them in my room, which is pretty sick. Um, But yeah, I just tried my hand at it. It's probably not my forte, but it's nice and relaxing. So when there's not much else to do, I might whip out the paintbrush and, you know, do a a few. Whip out that brush, bro. You know? Yeah. That's cool, man. But that's that's all that's really been happening with me. Not much. Just been chilling out. Yeah. That's nice, bro. Nice hobbies to have during this um, this season. Exactly. But without any further ado, if you have no more things to say, I would oh, love I'm, to introduce. I'm so done. I would love to talk more, but really, my my life's not that eventful at the moment. <laughs> oh, that's it's all right, bro. We have our ups and downs. <laughs> but I would love to introduce the first band we've ever had on Tan. Mm. Um, they're a four-piece alternative outfit who have been in and around Sydney scene for a while now, but really began carving a name for themselves with a successful debut debut EP titled Save Face in 2019. This year, the boys have released two great singles with the most recent dropping only a few days ago. The band is composed of Stan Doyle, James Peppercorn, Joel Keelett, and Tom Henderson. Please welcome... Array. Hooray! Hooray! We good. That's new. <laughs> How are you boys doing? 
Yeah, we're all right. Yeah, not too bad. Pretty good. Pretty full. Had some food. Yeah, yeah. some fried chicken. Can't yeah. complain. Just had a pretty lunch. Yeah, we, yeah, we were going to ask because, you know, you, you actually palmed us off for a bit there because you were... <laughs> because we were eating. Yeah. <laughs> so, it was the first time as well. Usually we make the guest wait, but the, <laughs> for the first time, the guest made us wait. You know when you go in for like an interview at like a place which is, you know, a bit pretentious and they make you wait a bit just so you're... You know, you know who's boss. That that's what we're really doing. <laughs> that's what we were doing. Yeah. It was a power play. <laughs> you did it back to us, man. <laughs> we'll see. Well, guys, congratulations to start off with the new single. Um, I gotta say, like, it took me back a little bit because um, I wasn't hugely in touch with everything you guys were doing, but I knew roughly the sound. Um, well, there was a sound that I was familiar with that you guys produced. And so listening to this new track, I sort of almost did a double take because it's a completely different sound, but it's a super interesting one. Um, how did the new sound come about for this single? Um, was it anyone in particular who introduced that or did it just sort of come around naturally? That was me. Stanos. Um, Stanos. Stanos. Well, there's an interesting story behind this, fellas. So... Um, <laughs> buckle up, buckle up for the ride. We're ready, bro. Basically... Um, this um, this track actually started its life as a bridge section for another of our songs, um, which is right. also on our our new EP, which is coming up. Um, but basically, the bridge just kept getting longer and longer um, to the extent that it just became a new track in of itself. <laughs> that was the only real solution um, left, really. And so, um, and yeah, it, it was it was pretty. Um, it was just a sort of organic, organically, um, it just became like an EDM track. And I don't really know how or why, but it just, it just did. You know, I've always, I've always kind of listened to electronic artists like the presets and those kind of acts. So I think that's probably where it came from, but I didn't really think too much about it. You know, I did, I, I was sort of conscious that I wanted to, do something a little bit different than last time out in, in that our, our first EP is essentially just a, a rock EP. So all the tracks right. are quite alternative rock. And I thought, well, it'd be cool to have some different stuff and just see how people respond to it. You know? Freak out people a little, you know, get yeah. them on edge. Mm. <laughs> well, clearly it worked on me. Um, is, is, this, is this a sound that you guys would try to maybe jump back into maybe revisit this sound or do you reckon this will be more of a one-off i think i think we'll probably i I think balancing out this with the rock stuff especially combining the two um and starting to really add that electronic element to the rock side is kind of what we're going for make it more stadium-esque yeah big and i think i think we're all quite keen on well i i myself and I suspect the other guys as well are all quite keen on the idea of pursuing tracks which sound like electronic music but consist of acoustic instruments. So sure, yeah, yeah. That was definitely noticeable to me, the acoustic guitars. It was a really nice touch. I mean, the acoustic guitars got quite a big a big role in that track. Um, yeah. You know, with all those other electronic elements that are going on. So I think that's something that we want to keep working towards. Hmm. Well, I also noticed you um, you went with a strategy that I see more and more artists doing these days, and that's um, targeting Triple J first. So I'm sure most of our listeners would have heard of Triple J Unearthed, but for those who haven't, Triple J Unearthed... Well, boys, how would you describe Triple J Unearthed? Because you're the ones who just 
attacked it. So, Com- yeah, you guys. <laughs> it is yeah, complicated. complicated. <laughs> yeah. It was it, it was it was an accident. It was an it accident. Was, yeah. We didn't mean for it to be released. <laughs> I mean, oh really? We uh, <laughs> we anticipated originally that the track would take longer to upload and get approved by the Triple J people on Unearthed than it would on Spotify and everything. So we right. were expecting it to be uploaded after the English <laughs> streaming services. So, so there was actually a mistake yeah. made on my behalf, which was I uploaded it as a track, um, but you have to bounce it down to 190 uh, kilobytes. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah, because, yeah, tiny file. And I did that on GarageBand and sort of didn't notice that I left the click on. So I had to, um, our manager, Ruby, um, messaged me and was like, hey, did you upload the track? And I was like, oh yeah, and went and listened to it. Um, Hadn't been posted yet. And realized that the click was on there. And I was like, oh shit. Oh no, (laughs) no. And I, I thought it would take a lot longer to repost. So <laughs> it's then I out later. <laughs> yeah, and I thought it would take another month or so to upload. So then I reposted uh, it again, and then the next day, apparently, it was out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Well, <laughs> I, I've done the same thing. Thankfully, it hasn't been my final bounce. Um, message to all listeners out there: like, listen first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you guys have will, will not be making that same mistake again. Check no, it check it. It, it worked to our advantage, so it's all yeah, right. It works. Yeah. The, well, it's it's interesting because as I was saying, this it's actually a strategy, even if it was an accident for you guys, that I've seen people doing in terms of putting it exclusively on Triple J on Earth, which um, yeah is a, is a platform that's sort of um, Triple J, the radio station, make something a bit more available for um, up-and-coming artists to put their music on there and and try and gain some traction within the, the underground Sydney scene or Australian scene. Um, mm. And the idea of putting it exclusively on there is you get as many people to listen to it as possible. It starts going up in the charts, and then you you know you you get a bit of traction going in Sydney before on Triple J on Earth before. Yeah before going onto streaming services. But so it's funny that you guys did that accidentally, but um, do, so you said that it ended up working in your favor. Do you want to expand on that a little bit? Well, it was because, so when it actually finally, <laughs> when it appeared on Triple J on Earth, the only reason we discovered that it was up was because we got all these emails from different people, um, PR companies and mm. Happy Mag and all of these different people saying, oh, we love the new track, and we were taken aback and sort of went, how the hell have you heard it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hack us or something? Did you hack us? It's like... Oh, shit, it's been leaked. <laughs> um, so, we all... I I think I've suggested it to Stan before that we release it on Triple J on Earth prior to the actual release, mm. but we just never got around to doing that. Shut me down every time. Yeah, shut me down every time. <laughs> and then when it actually went up and we were like, okay... Let's not say it quite yet, but exactly a week okay. before announced that it's on Triple J Unearthed. Um, it started to pick up a whole load of streams. It's at number 77 on the Triple J Unearthed charts. We suspect it will crack the top 20 we when, had, yeah, we had a when lot everything um, refreshes next week. We so are, that'll be good. Yeah. Fingers, fingers crossed it will get in the top 50. Be happy with that. Yeah. Mm. Because you guys are ranking quite good right now as well, right? You you guys make th- made it into the hundred. Now you're like seventy ish. You're in the seventies, aren't you? Yeah, yeah seventy seven. And that was when it had about yeah. It's when it had about eighty streams. Um, and wow, and it's got three hundred 
on Triple J Unearthed. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a good, that's a good number for Unearthed. Yeah, yeah. So hoping, hoping right. next week it'll be a bit higher. But, yeah. Um, so, right, right. I have a question for the track before I lead into another question, but like the first thing I thought of when the dark summer, the dark, the dark side of summer played on my Spotify was, is that, is that a basketball at the start? <laughs> is that a bus recording of a basketball or? It's a, it's, it's a combination. It's a, it's a, in technically speaking, it's a, it's a, sub, it's a sign sub frequency, um, side chains to the kick. Which is wow. also doubled with a with a pitched cowbell and some reverb. So there you go. Never, Dang. That's the first time I've heard anyone describe it as a basketball, but I can <laughs> I can definitely hear that now. Do you feel me? Yeah. I, I I was gonna say like like I don't want to be too harsh, but if there was one piece of advice that I could give you guys for the future, it, it would be that maybe it needs more cowbell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> never, never, never enough. We actually had to buy a cowbell because we we didn't own one until the studio. We went to oh, really? and found it yeah. um, and put it on the track. Right. So we've actually been searching yeah. to get Tom. Yeah. Oh, well, we actually got a cab on me. It's down here. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. So that's sorted. <laughs> the, question, the question I wanted to lead into was um, kind of going back into like how you guys um, identify more as just an alternative band now. But what's... It might sound silly, but um, having a band, right? Um, what are the roles kind of in the band? Like, do it, like the idea I have is like, if someone is the lead singer, then the lead singer kind of is like the leader of the group. And that's the idea I have in my mind. But what's it like for you guys? What's it like for a raid when it comes to like composing music or coming up with tracks? Like maybe yeah, you guys can what? like talk about, yeah, talk about your roles and like, what you do for the band? Yeah. Well, basically, as it stands at the moment, and I think this is partly because Tom and Joel were also quite quite new to the band. But I think even I think before that as well, I've basically got a pretty well. I'm lucky enough to have quite a, 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 an advanced setup here um, in, in terms of recording equipment, and you know, I kind of started accumulating a lot of gear. <laughs> Nice. So, right. Lots of money. So I, you know, it's gone to a stage where I basically spend all of my free time doing demos now. Um, so, I mean, by demos, I just mean uh, different tracks. Um, so not all of these tracks are necessarily going to end up as array tracks. Um, mm. I try and give some of them to other people as well and try and find other singers and um, artists who might be interested in um, picking them up, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, basically, I'll, I'll get these guys to listen to the demos and then we'll work out which ones we think would work for Array as Array tracks um, and then keep working on them uh, from there. And I'll sort of keep bouncing off these um, different versions of the demos over and over again to these guys until we get it to a stage where we're ready to record them, basically. And basically, when we get to the lyric section, Stan writes his... Right. Well, I don't even know what they are. They're not really poetry. But li- basically, the lyrics are <laughs> shit poetry. The lyrics I the lyrics I write tend to be the last thing I do. Um, so Pep Pep sometimes will contribute in that regard as well in terms of the lyric writing. Um, but I think I think Dark Side of Summer um, it was just I, sampling things over and over. Yeah, like those lyrics I wrote in Dark Side of Summer were I actually wrote them quite early on, and I think Pep 
kind of hated them to start with. Yeah. <laughs> but then when I explained when I explained that I kind of liked them for the reason that they they sort of contributed to this idea of disorientation, which was mm. I was also trying to match in the music. I, I guess in the sense of there's lots of different vocal parts going on randomly all yeah, the time. Yeah. Um, and I think the lyrics kind of supported that general idea that I wanted to portray. And mm. so I think we ended up basically sticking with them as they were from the start, effectively. Awesome, man. Awesome. So basically, you're a democracy. You guys still have like a vote. <laughs> like everyone has a voice when it comes to releasing music. Like Stan's not the dictator. It's not Stan. Well, Stan yeah. It's not. It's not a solo project. You know, it's like it's yeah. got to be. It's got to be. It's a democracy. Yeah. 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 Like even yeah. even if it's not necessarily like a hands-on contribution it's still like a at the very least it'll be like these guys are telling me exactly their thoughts on a track which is the best feedback you can get because you don't want loads of people in your band you know telling you that the track's great if it's not you know what i mean exactly if it's if it's shit i want them to tell me what part of it is shit and what we can do to fix it you know what i mean yeah who's the most brutally like honest when it comes to that like someone who's like maybe like some some like one of you guys might be like quite soft on oh I I think this is okay or which one which one are you most scared to present a new track to most scared <laughs> to present a new track or who's the most savage when it comes presenting a new track track or like when it comes to feedback like who's the most savage when it comes to feedback I'm ruthless when Stan sends me stuff yeah. I'm very happy to say it. <laughs> I'm very happy to say it. Stan this is shit yeah. <laughs> Pev and I have have known each other for a long time, so So, I think we've kind of gotten to a stage in our friendship and where we don't really hold anything back. So questions are coming up like, why are you even a musician? Give up, like (laughs) retire now. What have you done? You'll never announce it anything. We need a new new lead singer. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's, it's you know, I think at the end of the day, it's just important like no matter what decision we come to, I just don't think you can take it personally. You know, at the end of the day, like if it's a brutal, if it's brutal feedback, it's just brutal feedback on the music, you know, and it's just about trying to get it as good as possible. Like everyone's working towards the same goal here at the end of the day. So I think brutal feedback is the best feedback. Really, Mm. It might not be great. It might not feel great at the time, but in the end you'll end up with a better product. Mm. So I have a question about um, the actual, the, title the titular lyric of the song when you say um dark side of summer in the song there's this really cool effect where it sounds like it's almost like i don't know what it is but i'm, I'm really interested how how did that like it's partly robotic yeah, yeah yeah it's it's a really cool effect how did you create that effect um that was that was actually a, a vocal sample which i'd already recorded in one of the demos for one of the other tracks the same track which the dark side of summer was originally supposed to be the bridge of but in the chorus vocal take that I did for that demo, I took like a brief section of very full voice, high pitched me singing in the chorus. Mm. Um, and then basically just cut it up, um, and right. into, into this rhythmic pattern, um, and then pitched it. I did lots of different layers and pitched them up and down and came up with this kind of cool rhythmic pattern, which I then later added the lyrics, the dark side of summer over it so and it, it mm. was just pure chance that it actually fit over that right okay 
sounds awesome. It's it's maybe my favorite part of the the track when that yeah good. that synthy sound comes in over the top. It's really cool. Um, so before we progress any further, I realize we we haven't actually discussed who actually does what in the band. So Stan, we've touched on the fact that you're the the lead singer. I know you play guitar as well, guys. Do you want to each one of you just say your name so people can actually hear who's talking when you guys are talking yeah, yeah, yeah. and what you actually do point. in the band? Let's go from the left. All right. Um, hi, my name's Tom. I play drums in the band. An egg shaker. An egg shaker. An occasionally, egg shaker. if Joel needs some like backing just to like make it stronger, I'll play egg shaker as well. So yeah, yeah. I'll do that role. Um, I'm James. I play bass. Um, and really not much else. I'm a bit useless to be honest. <laughs> um, I, I jump around a lot. I don't pets, wear a yeah. shirt. Pet, pets and energetic before. Yeah, he's, he's the mascot. Oh, wow. Which yeah. is his, his. I like jumping. That's his stage yeah. presence. His crowning quality is his yeah. his energetic live performance. Yeah. Sure. Wow. Yeah. And um, I am Joel, and I play guitar, samples, and egg shaker. So I do like a lot of the electronic stuff yeah. and the backup guitar bits. So it sort of sounds a bit more full. Um, Joel's, yeah. Joel's like the Andrew Flintoff of the band. Complete complete Fast bowler, batsman, and you know, can catch the ball. <laughs> <laughs> so Joel, um, given this latest track has quite a lot of electronic elements, does your role in with the electronic stuff, with the sample stuff, does that come into... Um, fruition during the creation process as well as the performance process? Um, yeah, I think so for sure. So for this track um, specifically, I wasn't actually part of creating this at all. I was actually drafted in after the song. Um, I was pretty much swindled by this song actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> we had him in the studio. Yeah, they had me in the studio and like they knew I did like a bit of like drums and percussion stuff and I had a sample right. pad. Um, so, so we, we hired him for that. Yeah, we yeah. Hired, we hired him for the gear specifically for the purpose. And and now he won't leave. He's just keeps sticking around. Yeah, it's like yeah. a like, it's a, like, it's a, like a, an ornament, mossy, yeah. like yeah. a bad smell. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a bad smell that grows on you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It gets better over time. <laughs> hey Tom, I have a question for you. Um, when will we hear more egg egg shaker action from you? Yeah, man. I, we we need the that, egg shaker. Yeah. When it's demanded, which <laughs> one of our coming songs is quite frequent. I mean, some of the times I might just stop doing the drum kit altogether and just focus on the egg shaker. It's a very integral. Nice. Can we can we maybe in the next track? Um, can we get an egg shaker solo, maybe? Maybe. I've been oh, working on some intro. stuff, man. I've been working on some stuff. That could work. Awesome. That could be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't give too much away. I, I know everyone's very excited, so we'll keep it under wraps for now. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, you you mentioned before that you um you used to be more of an alt rock band, and these days you're more just alt. Um, but there's definitely still some kind of even in the latest track, there's definitely still sort of a British rock vibe going on in your tracks. Um, and it's more evident in the EP and in in the other singles, but. Where did that inspiration for British rock come about? Is that just always something that um, you guys have vibed with or has that just been a direction that you've decided to head towards? So Stan, I, yeah. Stan and I actually met when we were in year eight. Or no, we, met, we would have met in year seven. Year like, seven. So we were like 13 or 14 yeah. and we actually um, bonded over the fact that we could... Uh, Miss our German class by listening to Radiohead in the back corner. 
It's funny. I was going to mention Radiohead. I definitely got a, a Radiohead vibe. It's a serious, yeah. And I, wow. I think growing up as well, um, I think I was telling Tom today, actually, like the first CD that I sort of really engaged with was just the only CD that my parents had in the car at the time. And it was The Bends by Radiohead. Um, and I've, I think I've kind of carried that kind of sad boy British rock <laughs> with me, like, his entire life. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, I'm starting to, I'm starting, I'm starting to be able to shed that at certain points in certain tracks, but I think it's going to probably stay with me, you know, (laughs) forever. Like, um, (laughs) it it sort of finds its way into pretty Mm. much everything I do. Right. Um, and also I'd say listening, I I listened to a lot of, um, Muse as a kid. Like that was really what inspired me to properly learn the guitar. You know, I think I saw, I've, I think I saw Muse playing um, that track "Uprising" on the Jules Holland oh, yeah. Jules Holland's show um, when I was about twelve, um, and that was like Jesus Christ. You know, I've got to I've got to really start learning the guitar. You know, so um, but yeah, I think that's probably why why you've you're thinking of Radiohead and <laughs> no, well, it comes through. So that's, it's good. You kind of want your influences to come through. Then yeah. Oasis as well. Oasis are big. Oh yeah. 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 I, sure. I, that's Stan and I were both brought up on that. Arctic Monkeys as well. Arctic Monkeys. The whole play, Block Party. You too. Oh, you too. Yeah. yeah, massive. I think on our other track, Memories, which was the other single for that, this upcoming EP, I think, um, where the streets have no name by U2 was probably the biggest, mm. the biggest thing that I was trying to emulate a little bit of, you know, especially with that long intro track as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's basically my influences. That's dope. Um, another question I have is that came when I think about bands because if I'm honest, like listening to rock or like band, like band composed music or like a uh, four-piece kind of number um like the first thing that comes to mind is like how you guys are still trying or still staying like um inspired or like driven to kind of keep continuing music especially in this like pa- pandemic season mm. season it's like because you're you guys are very heavily driven from like live performances mm. and you guys aren't like soundcloud rappers who can just keep <laughs> like posting songs out it's like you guys need that heard our soundcloud uh, sound soundcloud rap ep which will be coming out (laughs) no really (laughs) it'll be it'll be released soon enough we did do a little bit of that while we were setting up like the recording stuff for this podcast like i did a a little test run and then cut out some sections of joel and me (laughs) made a little made a little uh a little trap beat (laughs) to it But yeah, returning returning to the actual question, David. Um, yeah, because you guys are a band, obviously, like the performance scene is, or the live music scene is, is a lot more important to you than maybe um, maybe a lot of contemporary acts these days. It is for them. So, how how has that affected you guys? Well, it's like we we, we just yeah we, we really just write we we write and we focus on yeah. like perfecting all the songs that we have. And now that we can actually yeah. all be in the same room, mm. we came back to practice, being like, oh shit. This is going to be terrible. This is going to sound awful. And we ran through our set list of what will be. <laughs> Everyone looks at the set list. <laughs> Everybody looks at the set list of the corner um, written on the wall. Yeah. And it sounded exceptional. It was just like so much energy to be back. It was, like, every... it was like better than the last time we were played it all like yeah. before our gig. <laughs> um, 
It's like, hungry yeah. to get back up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it does. You know, it's really, it is really frustrating not being able to play. Like, if it were up to me, we'd be playing like at least once a week. You know, or if not more. Like, we just, it's like kind of what we love. It's what I definitely think, especially for array songs. I think it's basically what I think about, particularly with the tracks that we make. It's like, will this work at the Lansdowne on a Saturday night? You know, will people sure. get around it? Right. That's what you've got to think about because especially for like I think a big part of our appeal is probably the live performances you know and it's like well uh, you know I, I guess it's kind of like the same as an artist like Travis Scott or someone like that you know they probably sit down and think wow you know is this track gonna explode yeah, is this gonna explode at a sure. festival of like 50,000 people or whatever you know it's kind of like the same thing for us it's like can people sing along to this melody you know can they dance to it is it is it, pumping, is it a banger? You know, yeah, is it a banger? You know, it's, like, banger. Mm -mm. it's really funny that you say that because um, my first experience with you guys, I don't know if you remember this, but you did a gig at Valve Bar um, and I was actually doing um, sound there that night. I don't know if you are aware oh, wow. of that, yeah. but I was actually the sound engineer that night. And I that remember. night it was just two of you there and it was like a very cut back very oh, chilled right. out gig. that was eight um, that was I remember oh, wow. there was a lot of technical issues to start <laughs> off with but once you guys got going yeah. it was it was a really cool vibe it was like it was very relaxed but it was it was interesting because once i heard that and then went to check you guys out because i checked out everyone in the, the the actual music after that night i was just like is is this the same band and i had, almost had to do a double take because like the the energy that's in your recording performances was crazy like i i Personally, I really like the cutback version as well. I don't know if that's something that you guys would consider doing again in the future, but it's interesting to hear you say that, like, you write songs mm. with the intention for it to go off. I think, I and think then, yeah, we've got the potential, like, and I think we've discussed this before about in terms of playing different venues. Like, so the Lansdowne Hotel is one thing, right? But then if we if we were playing, I mean, it, I don't know where we'd be playing. A, a wedding. A wedding. A wedding, yeah. yeah say we're playing a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then obviously I think, I think we'd be able to, you know, find ways of playing that material differently. You know what I mean? And just being able to fit the right vibe. I think like we played, we played a gig at, um, there's the Macquarie U bar, which was, um, back in February, I think. And that was a very different vibe. You know, there was a lot of people there that wouldn't ever have set foot in the land. So <laughs> um, that's a, that was a great oh. test for us because we kind of got a great, gauge of what what bits of our music they were sort of engaging more with mm. you know what i mean and i think that's definitely something that we consider now in terms of trying to appeal to a wider range of people wider array. A, a wide array yeah wide array <laughs> but yeah and i think at the end of the day we just like i think with safe face, like personally i i really like the tracks that we did on safe face but i i can see looking back on them now that not all of them would appeal to everyone. You know what I mean? And I think now it's much more, there's more, more of a focus on making sure that there's something in every song, which everybody ideally should be able to enjoy listening to, if that makes sense. So whether it's, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Um, if that sound that you continue with, um, for the dark side of summer, um, I feel like that sound is very diverse in terms of the sort of people that it could attract. And I think that the early reaction to that on um, on Triple J on Earth is sort of an indication of the fact that a lot of people seem to be liking that sound. Yeah, I definitely agree. And that's partly why it was so 
so um, exciting to see that happening on on, a, on an Earth because um, that kind of react. We hadn't. I mean, to be fair, like we hadn't ever gotten an email from anyone about one of our tracks after it's yeah. been released like that. Like we got, I think we got three emails in like a day. In, in a day, which was like holy shit, you know, like. <laughs> So, I mean, but the problem, we're famous yeah so I think really really we just we just need um, what we what we are really targeting now is just that first play on Triple J like the actual national radio you know because that something we just need something like that that will just push it a bit further push it you know and it just introduces it to more people because there's only so many people that we as four young lads you know with our mates and their mates can really reach without that mm. kind of platform you know what i mean absolutely so yeah i think all the focus now is on that and just trying to plug it as hard as we can to radio um, right you know getting on as many podcasts you know whatever yeah. radio yeah things, man whatever it might be like it's just get um, get ready for like um 20 emails after the podcast yeah bro. man we're, we're worldwide we're so yeah. yeah that's yeah David and I were speaking before the show, like now, now we're famous and everything. We thought the least we could do is give back to, you know, some, some people who we, you guys are in the position, like we used to be back in the day, you know, before we, before we blew up worldwide. So we thought, you know, we just lend, lend a favor to, to you guys to help you out. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, we're all so kind of you. We're all in the same. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it is, I do think it is unfortunate that Triple J seems to be the only gatekeeper to the Australian mm. music industry. Um, I think that's a real shame because effectively it places an awful lot of power in the hands of like two or three music directors. Sure, yeah. And it's like, well, if it doesn't appeal to those two or three people, then you've got no chance of getting on. And that kind of infuriates me a bit. But then again, it's like everyone's in the same boat. So... No, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I know of a particular artist who I won't mention their name, but they've really had their growth stunted, even though um came onto the scene and everyone seems to be really enjoying what they're doing. Their live performances go off. But um yeah, a particular person up top wasn't keen. And because of that, they haven't really received much. That's it. Uh, much of a spotlight. Dang. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the most frustrating thing because we know we know that the music is quality. And, you know, we've seen the reaction the early reaction we got on Triple J and Earth and it's like well it's just frustrating that effectively that's all for nothing unless we can get to that next step you know which is getting that first mm. radio play you know just getting it out to that massive audience you know yeah so well it sounds like you guys are on the right track with the reaction that you've received so far and just from a musicology expect uh, respect respect it sounds great so yeah I'm, I'm sure you guys will be all good that makes me happy enough you know like, <laughs> i'm like well fair enough you know if people are appreciating it one person at a time that's it yeah. before before we continue let's just wind it back because i realized that we didn't even ask a question that's pretty important like why are you guys called array where did the name come from oh, no. oh, this, no. is, this is a terrible Shh. story <laughs> oh, gosh, you didn't have to ask that um basically it wasn't the first thing i need to say is it wasn't my choice <laughs> <laughs> okay okay <laughs> this isn't a good start um but effectively it's it's a combination of basic uh, or two of our biggest um influences musically wait let me guess let me guess Ar arctic monkeys yeah and not coldplay no no radio ray dio heads oh ra radio oh, right 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 <laughs> but, so um, it's a-r-r-a -R -R -A. so first two letters of both bands <laughs> 
Nice. We apologize nice. in advance. Yeah. Oh. Maybe maybe we shouldn't have asked that question. Hey, David. It's, no. it's never too late for a name change. You guys, <laughs> it's still early on in your careers. Like, uh, I spend at least, at least an hour every day thinking of new names. <laughs> <laughs> the whiteboard in front of you is just full of new names oh, with man. like X's in front of them. Yeah. No, it's a good name. Just maybe no, no, yeah. come up with a with a cool story behind it, like some really like crazy yeah, story than that. Yeah, like yeah. ten minute long like journey that it led to that, and just, yeah, we'll, all sorts we'll, of insanity. We'll spend a day thinking about it, and then come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, we'll we'll re-record, re-record this part. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I cut it out. <laughs> all right. Well, there is there, there's one more question um, that I want to to ask you guys just before we head to. Um, the final question and this question um it's a little bit more sensitive so if if you guys don't feel comfortable answering it then we can just cut it out we can cut Um, it out and feel free to stay silent like yeah no honestly you don't have to answer it if you don't feel comfortable but um which one of you is best for the ladies (laughs) because because usually usually it's the drummer in bands but then array is an alternative band so maybe there's an alternative answer Oi. It's not Stan. <laughs> I've, I've got a girlfriend, so I shouldn't really say anything. But um, Joel, Joel's, hey, Joel's, 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 Joel has been on a hot streak this week, and we've been hearing all the juicy goss. You know, he's he's been up to no. he's been up to no good this week. Enough. <laughs> Well, maybe we should stop there because it sounds like this content would really be pushing the boundaries of yeah, what's acceptable. I've got, be I've, got, I've got details if you want them. <laughs> Give us the details. We like the juicy deets. Maybe, maybe we'll chat after the show, you know. Like, <laughs> sure. I've seen footage. I've seen footage. No, I haven't actually seen footage. That'd be weird. <laughs> No. All right. Well, David, do you want to do you want to ask the boys the the final question, which we've been asking everyone sure every week? thing. Yeah. So we've been asking a lot of um, artists that come on, um, just to give the people, the listeners, some advice in this uh, pandemic se- season to stay in, uh, inspired, to stay motivated in whatever that they do, whether it be in an artistic sense or whether it be just like living life, right? Like, what do you guys, like, do you guys have a piece of advice that you want to share to, with your listeners, your fans, um, on, yeah, on on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah Tom, you yeah, Tom, you No, I'm not starting to enjoy you, but <laughs> right, um, you Okay, well, um, my piece of advice would be, go hard, Remy. Really. <laughs> 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 my, my piece of advice would be, um, keep in touch with your friends, um, make sure they're all, you know, doing all right. Um, make sure they're, they're all okay. And, um, take, take some time to organize some stuff for them. Awesome. Well, that's a nice, nice. message. Cause David, is it, is it men's health week this week or is it, is, is that? It's men's health. I think well, it is, go. man. I think what a good is. message. What a good message you're sending out. Boy band who care about men's health. Yeah. Of course. Ambassadors for it. Yeah. Do you guys identify as a boy band or is that offensive? Uh, not, well, if it, not if we go on a world tour. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're boys in a band. Yeah. Well, guys, we'll, we'll chat to you again after the world tour. Um, so <laughs> yeah. stay in touch. Absolutely. But thank you so much, boys, for coming on the show. It's been an awesome chat. It's actually time sort of flown by. Is there any sneak peek or previews Ooh. or dates or 
like things you want to talk about before we end it, like properly end it? I, I have heard on the, in the, on the grapevine that there's an EP on the way. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, there isn't. Yeah. I, well, yes, definitely. It hasn't been um, specifically announced yet. We're sort of waiting to see. There's actually two. We're actually, <laughs> wow. Actually, we're actually waiting to the see. The SoundCloud one as well. Yeah. 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 I'm waiting for that hip hop EP, man. I want that hip hop. Um, there's another. There's, there's two more tracks um, on there which we haven't quite released and, yet. And also, mm. we have a a little thing coming out connected with the dark side of summer. Ooh, we, 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 awesome. we won't discuss Ooh. that any further, but we've got a few things coming out with that. There's a little bit of content. On a little bit of content. Nice. Oh, and and one more thing before we wrap up, I've forgotten about this. Um, guys, where can people find you on your your social medias? Where can people and also on on Plug. spot on streaming services where are you guys where's your music available where, where are your socials we're, we're Plug on, time. we're on absolutely everything under array a double and on instagram you can find us at array band all underscore yeah awesome sick too easy well we'll chuck your links uh your your links in our description perfect um but yeah i david i reckon i reckon that's all for this week that's it man that's it we will be taking um, a one-week break next week. Uh, there are things happening in our lives which just mean that it's not really going to sync up, but we will we'll be back again in two weeks' time. And, David, uh, I'll miss you. I'll miss you too, bro. I like these weekly chats we have. I haven't seen you face-to-face in, like, months, but it There's a date still in the diary. feels nice. Still There's feels nice like this. Yeah, but we'll be back with some juicy, a juicy episode, have, taking a deep dive again, talking about something deep. But guys, Array, thank you so much for coming on. You've been awesome guests. Um, it's, been a, it's been a great chat. You guys seem like a, a great bunch and we can't wait to see where you guys are headed. You know, Amazing reach out after band. that world tour. We've, we're, we're excited for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you guys. Thanks, thanks guys. for having us. Uh, thanks, we really appreciate it. Thank you. No worries at all. All right. Well, until next time, guys, peace. Peace. Ciao. Peace.